0: The Denver Nuggets get a win in Atlanta. A little bit of magic in Atlanta, some might say. Julian Strother has maybe his most impressive game of the year, given the circumstances. Joker has a bounce-back game, efficient game, looks like a little bit of the old Joker that we're so used to. And then Jamal Murray has his most efficient 20-point outing of the season. Aaron Gordon also has a bounce back. There is a lot to get into a lot to tap into and more about sure Denver nuggets y'all strap in, get ready. It's going to be a great episode. You are locked on nuggets. Your daily Denver nuggets podcast, part of the locked on podcast network, your team every day. What's going on, y'all? Welcome to Locked on Nuggets. This is your host, Swiper. I hope you were having a spectacular, fantastic day today. Welcome to the show, Locked on Nuggets, your team every day. Here, we are getting ready to talk about the Denver Nuggets playing versus the Atlanta Hawks, and really a game that needed to happen, a win that needed to happen. And there's a lot of stuff to tap into, y'all, but make sure you are liking, sharing, and subscribing, all the great things we have going on here at Lockdown Nuggets, trying to give you a show each and every day. So, y'all, the Denver Nuggets get a 129-122 to 122 win over the Atlanta Hawks. Now, the Atlanta Hawks, uh, they were without a couple of players, but Trey Young and DeJounte Murray, they were there. Clint Capella, as a lot of y'all might remember for how well he used to play versus the Denver Nuggets when he had James Harden. He was also there. And this game was pretty interesting because it started out looking like it was going to be another low performance for the Denver Nuggets. The Nuggets started off the first quarter. They were in a deficit in the Joker minutes, and it just didn't look like the team that we expected to come out with crisp, pristine, decisive movements. Like that team was necessarily going to be able to show up yesterday. Uh, but they ended up doing it and getting it done. Uh, Joker started off the game, and he starts off, I believe, with eight points inside of that first quarter, rebounding well. But yo, the Atlanta Hawks—they were kind of hitting from all over the place, and so they were really putting a lot of pressure on the Denver Nuggets defense. But thankfully, the Nuggets were really able to respond very well in the se- second quarter. And yo, uh, there's a lot of people to point to as to why why this would be something that would be a moment uh, for the Nuggets to, to kind of pull from, but also for why a lot of Nuggets fans should be hopeful. Julian Strother, y'all, <laughs> man, that game from him was incredible. Julian Strother in the first half, we had four threes yesterday. Julian Strother went on a run yesterday where he had two Two, three, three, A.G. scored, and then another three for Julian Strother. And again, the Denver Nuggets were down at one point by 12 points, 12 points. And then they were still able to get so much momentum going into the half because Julian was able just to rise to the occasion on multiple opportunities. And, you know, Julian started off the game with a floater that Dominique Wilkins kept criticizing because he felt like a 20-foot floater, was not in his bag. But if you remember Julian coming out of college and even Julian early season with the different nuggets, that floater has been a real weapon for him. And again, he starts the game off with that miss. But yo, basically makes seven straight shots and really has something where he came off of a pin down. It looked like he was going to cut to the baseline and then ran out to the left wing, caught a nice little in motion, wide open three pointer, was able to put it home. Julian Strother in totality yesterday, 22 points, one rebound, two assists, eight of 16 from the field, y'all, but six of 11 from three. He was six of 11 from three, had not one, not two, not three, not four, but five steals yesterday. He has six three pointers and five steals in just a really, really good all around basketball game. For Julian Strother. And he only had two turnovers with that as well. 22 points, a rebound and two assists. That really is just a really spectacular play from him. And I think as the season continues to go along, we're going to see more and more from Julian. A lot of this when you're a rookie is figuring out your role, figuring out your identity within the team structure, and then the team being able to build a couple of plays here and there in for you throughout the game, but more importantly, finding your flow within the offense. And one of the great things about Julian, which is why really Calvin Booth was so smart in acquiring him at the 29th pick this last draft is because Julian is a six foot seven two. like, he's a very long wing and really honestly, like his defensive metrics really allow for you to utilize him with that bench unit and really with the starters as well. Now, one of the things that's kind of happening with all this is Julian was able to stay in the game really almost to close out that second quarter because Michael Porter Jr., who's been averaging basically 19 and 8 and 2 the last 10 games on great efficiency, Porter yesterday just had one of those games where he couldn't get anything to go down. He had 3.7 rebounds and 3 assists, and he was 1 for 11 from the field and 0 of 4 from 3. Well, Porter, again, has been playing really well. But yesterday, he just did not seem to be able to get in rhythm. And he had multiple open attempts. He had a left-wing corner three-point shot that he got twice in the fourth quarter. Was not able to execute on some of those shots, which is what led to the game coming down a little closer than it could have been. But again, just a really, really solid game from Julian Strother. And it really aided the Nuggets And being able to make that comeback in the second quarter. But another great point to this similar to how they went on an 18-0 run versus the Houston Rockets in the fourth quarter. The Denver Nuggets at one point in the second quarter went on a 23-12 run to close the half. And they ended the half up 65-62 after being down, like I said, about 12 points. And so – uh, the team kind of got to figure out a little bit more of its identity and kind of find a resurgence a little bit. And again, it's not that they're not champions. It's not that they don't have championship DNA. All that stuff is there. But they've just been in a rut and they've lost three straight games going into this game. And the Atlanta Hawks have also lost three straight games. So both these teams, they were battling. And I don't know without Julian Strother's contributions yesterday if they would have been able to pull it out and get this victory because he was really that integral to what they were trying to accomplish, especially in that second quarter. Uh, And then again, I talked about this for Aaron Gordon. You know, we have really been looking for Aaron Gordon to have one of those Aaron Gordon games really where he was dominating inside. He was getting rebounds and he was putting the ball up and he was getting to the free throw line and just being confident when he got to the free throw line, Aaron Gordon last night had 29 minutes played 18 points. 12 rebounds, 1 assist, 7 of 10 from 2. He was 4 of 5, which for me is the most important thing. 4 of 5 from the free throw line, and he was a plus 9 in his minutes. Uh, And then also, uh, by the way, Porter, even though he only had 3 points, was a plus 12 in his minutes. Just really good minutes from him, even still wasn't making a shot. But Aaron Gordon, this is the thing. When he got to the free throw line yesterday, the dude – got up there and was able just to hit really nice, good free throw forms multiple times. And really you just saw the touch was there. That hitch in his shot wasn't there. It was a fluid motion and you just felt confident for AG when he got to the line. And again, that's really all they're looking for. Everything with AG is confidence. is confidence in his shot motion and his confidence in his shot selection. Now we've seen AG hit some side step three-pointers, step back three-pointers, turning over-shoulder mid-range shots. Now, he does that. That's not his bag. Now, A.G. did have a moment yesterday where he tried to basically drive one on five, and he ended up getting a charge call against him. But for the most part, again, he was really good yesterday, 18 and 12, um, especially in the night when Porter wasn't able to put up the numbers that he's normally been putting up this year. That's what you need from Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon is, you know, you can say he's probably the Nuggets' fourth best player might be the third most important in the function of his role as having to be their primary wing defender, and then he has to be their finisher next to Joker and Jamal as well. Uh, But really just a really good game from him nonetheless, man. And again, uh, Peyton Watson, three points and two rebounds yesterday. Um, He also had a really spectacular block yesterday. Reggie Jackson off the bench, 12 points and six assists, five of 10 from the field, one of five from three and he was also a minus five. Uh, Zeke Nagy, three points, four rebounds, and one assist last night, and he was a minus one. Overall, uh, the Denver Nuggets shot 53% from the field, 41% from three, and 79% from the line. They were 23 or 29 from the line. Again, formula for the Nuggets. They've been the worst free throw shooting team in the league, and they have the worst free throw rate in the league. So a lot of this is if you can continue to get to the basket, attack the basket, put them in a position to foul you, to put you with the line, to try to get back into the game, Hitting those shots, it just makes a huge difference for them. And again, making 23 free throws, that stuff changes on the margins for them. But y'all, we got to tap in because uh, Jokic and Murray had a really good game. And I wanted to really give them an opportunity to talk about what exactly they did, why it is so effectual when they play so well, but really just the resurgence and bounce back and what it could mean for the team as a whole. But we're going to get right back into that in segment two here on Locked On Nuggets. So, again, a lot of y'all know uh, I love going to concerts. I I love going to events. Uh, Big Bill Burr fan, Kendrick Lamar, you name it. And a lot of folks that you know love to tap into those things as well. One of the hardest things about buying tickets is you don't know what the best prices are going to be. You don't know what the seat like with game time. Game time is a fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you with killer last minute deals all in prices and views from your seat they give you the best price guaranteed so all you got to do is take the guesswork out of buying tickets for game time download the game time app create an account use code LOCKEDONNBA for $20 off your first purchase with the game time app again terms apply create an account redeem code LOCKEDONNBA L O C K E D O N N B A for $20 off, download game time, last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Well, we're back here on Locked On Nuggets. This is your host, Swiper. Make sure you are downloading, subscribing, make sure you're sharing and liking the video that you get your daily Locked On Denver Nuggets content with myself, with Adam Ades, and with Matt Moore, giving you the best Nuggets coverage that you can get. But y'all, Jokic and Murray. Why did you wait to talk about segment two with Jokic and Murray? Well, I'm so glad that you asked. But one of the things is is that we know Joker has been struggling as of late. He's fallen in the MVP tracker on Basketball Reference. He lost his number one spot in the MVP tracker on NBA.com. The EPM, he fell precipitously from top of the league to where he is right now, which is third. And there's been a lot of noise around Joker. He's lost his efficiency. His shoot shooting dropped 4% over a two-game span. But this is the thing, is that he was able to put together a very good performance yesterday. And again, it didn't take a whole lot of effort. Joker yesterday, 36 minutes played, had 25 points, eight rebounds, and nine assists. Nine of 13 from the field, one of one from three, six of seven, 85% from the free throw line. Also had two blocks, three steals, And he was a plus eight in a game that they won by seven. So this is the great thing. Is Joker is continuing to do what he needs to. do. He's playing at a high level. He's passing the ball. The rebounds weren't there because, number one, the Hawks shot 46% from the field, 39% from three. uh, And then the Nuggets were shooting really well. But then the rebounds went to A.G. Um, He had 12 rebounds yesterday. And they had a lot of long rebounds uh, that went to the Hawks. The Hawks had 13 offensive rebounds to the Nuggets 14 offensive rebounds yesterday. So the rebounding numbers were a little bit down, but really overall, he was really decisive in his movement and in his play. He was getting that little interior game going versus O. Uh, he was getting to the basket, getting to the free throw line. He converted to three on the on the right wing. And then Jamal Murray, subsequently yesterday, had 29 points in 29 minutes. Nine rebounds for Jamal Murray, four assists. Jamal Murray was four of five from three yesterday, and he was 12 of 15 overall, meaning that Jamal Murray yesterday, he was eight of 10 from two yesterday. Just a really hot game, one on one from the free throw line. And then on top of that, he also had two blocks and a steal, and he was a game high plus 14 yesterday. Jamal Murray was. So between Joker, Joker and Murray, you got 54 points, you got 17 rebounds, you got 13 assists. And between them, they both shot 21 of 28 from the field. Best two-man duo in the NBA, best two-man game in the NBA. So this is the great thing is that both of them together figuring out how to get this turnaround going. This is the, the we're gonna talk about this in a minute. They played the a Bulls tonight. They might be without Alex Caruso. They already don't have Zach Levine. So this is another great spot on the road to get a victory and to get sure win-loss record on the road. I think they're 6-8 now. If they get a win today, I think they move to 7-8 and eight on the year while having, unfortunately, a loss at home going 9-1, and one, which, again, they shouldn't have lost to the Houston Rockets. But they came out, got down 25 in a quarter, and that's what happens. But in this game in particular, I love the synergy that they were getting together. I love the fact that Jamal Murray was confident in attacking off of the dribble, attacking off the step-back three. He was working in space, similar to what he did with the Clippers. When he would get Ibika Zubak on an island, he would go to work. He would get Clint Capella on an island. He would get Trey Young down in the post and give him post work. DeJounte Murray down in the post and give him post work. And when those two are playing like they are, we already know, they're going to run their way to a championship like they did last year. But a lot of this is just establishing rhythm and continuity in the course of the season. That is what's important right now. So, again, got a game tonight. Do it again. Repeat that success again. You get a little bit of a break, and then you get a chance and you get to come down and you get to play at home for three straight games. That's going to be really important for their psyche because they'll get Wednesday off. They'll play December 14th, December 16th, and December 18th, three straight home games before heading to Toronto and Brooklyn and Charlotte. So, this is the important thing, y'all. All of these are winnable games, but they're only winnable games if the Nuggets decide that they want to lock in and get it done on their end. Now, to be fair, Jamal Murray did have six turnovers last night. That was really high for Jamal. Jamal typically doesn't turn the ball over like that. But he just kind of made some errant passes last night to close the game, trying to get the ball in the Joker, get the ball on AG. The ball was getting tipped and move around. So there's a lot of different things that were happening that just did not aid him at the end of that game. But again, he was spectacular throughout it. I'll play Trey Young, and then on top of that, He also outplayed DeJounte Murray. And I think the thing is with Joker is finding that floater shot again, finding that six to 10 foot area again, or three to 10 foot area, a lot of that's going to help him. Um, And again, I think this is just more so, hey, you know, sometimes you miss shots and those things happen. Because again, I like to remind everybody that literally three games ago before the two games kid where he didn't make anything and shot nine of 26 and then 10 of 32 or nine of 32 and then I think it would might have been 9-26, uh, 10-26, whatever it was versus Houston. Before that, Joker had a 30-point triple-double with no turnovers versus the Kings on the road without Jamal Murray. So I know everything is like kind of uh, boxed up because of the two really bad games. But again, on the whole, Joker is having just an incredible year this year, despite that two-game lapse that he had. And so I'm really excited to see how they continue to work this out. Um, there's a little bit of a discussion uh, about Peyton Watson that's on the side right now, but y'all, again, I just want to be clear about this, that again, Peyton has to grow offensively. Absolutely. He has a ways to go. He needs to continue to get more consistent with his offensive game, finding out what he does offensively. But if you look at Peyton Watson's numbers, if you look at who the best defenders have been on this Denver Nuggets roster, obviously Aaron Gordon, KCP, Peyton Watson, the same metrics that love them. They honestly love Peyton Watson a little bit more. You know, me and Matt had a discussion about this. Uh, I think this was on... Maybe, what's this, Saturday, when we did Locked On Nuggets uh, Saturday. Peyton Watson, for me, is the best defensive playmaker on the roster. He gets blocks. He's great on ball, defending. He did great on Trey Young. He did great on DeJounte Murray. He did really great on Paul George. He did really great on Kawhi Leonard. He's done really great on Kevin Durant. On Throughout the entire season, in Shea Gilgas alexander and this is when Shea was going for 30, For, I don't know, the first several games of the year, and he's averaging 30 right now still, but Peyton Watson was a part of the reason why they held him basically to seven points with a bunch of turnovers on very low efficiency. The thing is about him is I think Peyton has continued to grow within himself, but Peyton, he closed the Rockets game because he's figuring it out. And then on top of that, Julian Strother coming along, Peyton Watson coming along with Christian Brown. All that stuff is just going to make the Nuggets that much more formidable as the season is going on and then like I said yesterday Christian Brown has six points two rebounds and one assist you get six points from him you get three points from Peyton you get four rebounds between the two of them but then you get three, you get also get the blocks and you get the defense and you get the switchability all of that stuff so the Nuggets have a clear formula with their bench it's going to have scoring with Julian they're going to have switch defense with Julian switch defense with Zeke not much scoring and offensive prowess Peyton Watson, though, has the highest defensive ceiling of all those players, but he also didn't play at all in college. And so this is really him getting his first real stint in the league so far. So great game uh, from Nikola Jokic. Again, 25-8-9. Great game from Jamal Murray. 29-9-4. and 12-15 of for him. 9-13 for Joker. And again, we're going to do a preview of tonight's game versus the Chicago Bulls because this is going to be a nice key spot for them to get another victory in Chicago, and especially because of the kind of fans that are going to be there for your different Nuggets. But we'll tap into that in segment three. So, y'all, we are in the thick of it. Uh, The NFL season is coming down to the wire. we got four weeks left. Now, right now, new customers from FanDuel can get $150 in bonus bets with any $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time than to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use with spreads, player props, over-under, and more. And again, not saying do it, but y'all... Denver Broncos, they're streaking. Portland Sutton for an anytime touchdown has been a lot, a lot lately. Javante Williams got his first touchdowns in 2021 this last week. Can he get another one? They're especially going to have to be able to run versus that Detroit Lions defense. So, again, you want to tap into some NBA action as well. This is the best app to use. So visit fanduel.com slash locked on and lock in to the NFL and the NBA season. So, y'all, we are back here with the final segment here of Locked On Nuggets. And, again, I hope you're enjoying today's episode. This is your host, Swiper again. We have another episode, I think, World's Finest tomorrow, with Adam and Matt that should be a very good episode, especially, obviously, if they can get the win tonight versus the Chicago Bulls. But, y'all, I'm kind of sneaky excited for tonight. I'm sneaky excited for tonight. You know, tonight probably is going to be Serbian night. Uh, in Chicago, the Denver Nuggets are a minus seven point five favorites in Chicago, and also as well, um, the game is going to be at six p.m. Uh, Mountain Standard Time. So again, another earlier tip-off for the Denver Nuggets. I think it was five thirty yesterday. It's going to be six p.m. today uh, tonight. Zach Levine is going to be out. Patrick Williams and Alex Caruso are both game time decisions for the Chicago Bulls. Y'all, the Bulls offense isn't good their defense hasn't been good they haven't been able to string together a lot of wins at all they're 9 and 15 on the year so far and that team they just don't have like now they did beat the bucks the other day that was obviously probably their most impressive win of the year but for the most part the bulls just haven't had uh the chemistry the continuity or the sauce uh, that they need to have in order to get these wins they're 23rd in the NBA net ready y'all guess what the Chicago Bulls have a one fifteen point four defensive rating. They have a one ten point nine offensive rating for a minus four point four defensive rating. This team, they're just uh, they're just not having a, a really good go of it right now. They don't have. Uh, they're missing a lot of pieces. They don't seem to know exactly what they're supposed to be doing. Um, they're not playing together on a string. They're not locked in, obviously not having Lonzo, not having Levine. All that stuff really affects it. But we're going to see really what they come out with because, again, everybody knows they're playing versus the NBA champions. And as we've seen all year, that team that are playing versus the Nuggets, they're ready to rock. Uh, And on this season so far, most of their lineups have included Zach Levine. Most of their best lineups and most used lineups have included Zach Levine. But say Zach Levine, he's obviously out. Say that Caruso doesn't play tonight. They might be running Kobe White, A.L. DeSomu, Patrick Williams, Nikola Vucevic, and DeMar DeRozan tonight. And that lineup is performing pretty well defensively on the year. against small sample size, only 48 minutes played, 95 defensive rating. So they obviously can score the 125 offensive rating. So I do think that this game is still going to end up being uh, something the Nuggets really have to lock into and focus in with. But without their main guys, without their best POA defender, if Caruso doesn't play, they really just should not be able to stay in the game with the Denver Nuggets. And absolutely, they have been better uh, lately, uh, little gaming moments, absolutely. So don't want to discredit or disrespect anything that they're doing. But again, relative to the fact that the Nuggets just came off a three-game losing streak, and on top of that, uh, the Nuggets are needing to secure this victory uh, to get back up where they want to be in the Western Conference standing. This is the game they should win, and they need to win. Uh, The Bulls, they lost in overtime to the Milwaukee Bucks, so they're also coming off a back-to-back. They beat the Bucks November 30th. They then beat the Pelicans 124-118. They beat the Charlotte Hornets 111 to 100, and then they beat the San Antonio Spurs 121 to 112. That's really good. That's four and five in their last five games, and they play the Denver Nuggets tonight. And I think that this is a game that the Nuggets should be able to take advantage of. Uh, They did. Play already earlier this season. The Nuggets won 123-101. to This game was in Denver. That last game they played, uh, Nikola Jokic had 28 points, 16 rebounds, and 9 assists, a 9 of 16 from the field, with a plus 33 in that game. Michael Porter Jr., and this is the game Jamal Murray went out, by the way. Michael Porter Jr. had 27 points, 6 rebounds, and 2 assists, 9 of 16 from the field, 5 of 10 from 3. He was a plus 30 in that game. Jamal Murray only played 10 minutes, had 2 points and 2 rebounds. Uh, and then Aaron Gordon had 15, 12 and five for four of nine from the field. And he was a plus 26 KCP, 10 points, two assists, a plus 29 dominant performance. Reggie Jackson had 16 points. He was a plus 14 in that game. Uh, Peyton Watson had a good defensive game, had two blocks, had two steals in that game. Two, two and two Christian Brown, 10, five and four. So the formulas there. Uh, the nugget shot 44% from the field. Or from three last time, 52% from the field and 77% from the line. They should be able to get to the line versus the team because they don't have the requisite athleticism, I think, to stay with the Nuggets consistently. And now, especially if Joker's going to be hammering away on the inside because they have loose in the middle, should be able to also get to the line of self. Jamal Murray, another Jamal Murray can cook game. AO is also a good defender. But again, this should be a game to help set them up for the homestand that they are about to be on. And so, I think that for this game, key matchups, Joker versus Booch. Uh, the last time the Nuggets saw Booch, Booch had 19.7 rebounds and three assists. Um, but they had DeRozan, Kobe, Levine, Booch, Craig, and also Craig is questionable tonight. And every single one of their starters was in a double-digit minus. Now, again, granted, this was November 4th, so this was over a month ago. And then on top of that. On top of that, this is when the Nuggets were really coming off that like championship energy, and they were just kind of kicking everybody's tail in. And we're kind of reversed now. The Nuggets are one and three in their last four, and then now the Bulls are four and five in their last five. So this could be a game where DeRozan really tries to, I would say, to impose his will a little bit. Hasn't been a great season from DeMar DeRozan, but I think if they have a, a prayer winning this game, Kobe White. Jamar DeRozan and Booch, they're going to have to hit their shots and hit them at a pretty high uh, level. Jamal Murray also, just to be encouraged, y'all, I know he kind of rolled his ankle a little bit the other day uh, versus the Atlanta Hawks, was able to finish and play the rest of the game. Hey, last three games for Jamal, 24, five rebounds, four assists, and Jamal Murray's also shooting 56% from the field, 50% from three on seven attempts a game, and he's 100% from the line. Now, obviously that efficiency probably not going to stay there, But I do think that because he's coming back, I think that this is an opportunity again for Jamal to continue to regain some of his form uh, as he's kind of missed a lot of time so far this year. I think 14 games or something like that. This would be a really great opportunity for him to be able to get some of his reps in and to be able to get, especially uh, if they run that drop coverage for Booch, you got to cook him. They try to get over the top on that drop, get to that mid range spot, you got to cook him there again. Uh, Joker, again. You know, Boosh, good player, shouldn't have any answer for Joker at all. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. bounced back one of 11 from the field. If they're going to put DeMar DeRozan or somebody on him or uh, one of the other rotational wings that the Bulls have, then, again, another opportunity for Michael Porter Jr. because they're not going to have the requisite size. Aaron Gordon and MPJ should be able to work really well on the basket. They're probably going to put Patrick Williams, I think, on Aaron Gordon, uh, simply because DeMar is too small. So, look, I mean, if DeMar DeRozan is guarding Michael Porter Jr., then this should be Michael's opportunity to say, like, look, like, I'm going to get a bounce back. I'm going to be able to get the shots off that I want, see if you can drive to the rim. Again, now defensively, this is going to take some intelligence. DeMar DeRozan is one of the best foul baiters in the league, especially when he gets to a mid-range spot. That little pump fake that he's able to do to get you up in the air and then to be able to finish. I mean, DeMar really has a lot to his bag when it comes to that, so they're really going to need uh, to be careful when they're playing in these matchups. Uh, And then Kobe White, let me see. Kobe White, he's actually been playing fairly well so far. Last three games, 25, six rebounds and five assists for Kobe. 53, 58, 80 splits. Again, it's about confidence. It's about finding your form. So the Nuggets are going to have to lock in defensively on Kobe, DeRozan, and Booch. I'm really excited to see how this game turns and see if the Nuggets can stack up. Yet another win. So y'all make sure y'all subscribe to Locked On Nuggets. Share this content. We will be back here tomorrow with Adam and with Matt. And then I'll be back with you on a solo show on Thursday. And then I'll have another show with Matt coming out this Friday, y'all. Hey, I'll see y'all on the other side. Y'all know what time it is. See you soon.